Hey, DJ Dagwood. I'm just talking to you guys real quick about Anchor. It's a brand new app. Um, if you have not heard about Anchor, it's a great way to start a, pod, a podcast. Let me explain it. It's free. It has creation tools to let you record and edit on your phone or computer. Distribution of the podcast for you. So you can get heard on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and more. You can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need in one place. Don't forget to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. DJ Dagwood in the house, talking about Anchor. This is Pastor Daggy, Derek Hicks, coming at you. Um, we are in a small ministry. We'll go right into the word. Um, there's some technical difficulties here with the uh, sound. Uh, we'll still troubleshooting that. Um, it's not playing out for some reason. Um, I don't know why it's not playing out. Yeah. So if you haven't checked out my website, it's uh, Derek Hicks Ministries um, online. Um, you can check me out on the web. We are a listening supported ministry. And I'm just going to do this here. Anyway, we will get into the word. just working. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Oh well. Alright, so
This is my wife, Marquita Hicks. So here's my information if you want to sow a seed or give to the ministry. Um, you'll see my website, Derek X Ministries Online. Um, we are four minutes into the message. Um, we are going to go right into it. It's coming from Luke and also Joshua. So um, we see um, my message mostly coming from uh, Joshua 1. And we see how much stuff that... Uh, Joshua went through, and I'm just going to read a scripture before that. It's talking about supernatural growth, and it's talking about in Luke 19, 16 to 17, 16 to 17, and it says God expects us to, you know, this is a correlation that I received. Um, matter of fact, let's turn them together um, to Luke. Luke 16. And it talks about um, supernatural growth. So it talks about these, this uh, rich man. I mean, it talks about being a steward. So it says here, if you read um, chapter, um, chapter 19, I'm sorry, wrong chapter, verse 16. still talks about money or things what God has given you you know um, verse 16 through 17 it says here, the first one came the first one came and said sir your manna has earned 10 more so let's let's stick back up and we see Jesus talking in verse 12 and this is the parable that Jesus is talking about we're talking about the kingdom and he said, a man of noble birth went to a distant country to have himself appointed king and then to return. So he called ten of his servants and gave them ten man manas. But this morning, um, this morning, but this money, uh, put this money to work, he said, until I come back. But his subjects hated him and sent a delegation after him to say, we don't want this man to be our king. Verse 15 says he was a king. He was made he was made king, however, and returned home. Then he sent for the servants to whom he had given the money in order to find out what they had gained with it. With it. What did they gain? What did it? You know, it's like he wants them to um, we are supposed to be gaining the money, whatever we make. Supposed to be gaining, we're supposed to be growing in it, and growing in um, whatever God's given us. And it says, The first one came and said, Sir, your manna, your minna has earned ten more. And then the second, then it says, Well done, my good and servant. This is what Jesus said. This master replied, Because ye have been trustworthy in very small matters, 
take charge of ten cities. The second one came and said, Sir, your manna has earned five more. His master asked, You take charge of five cities. Then another servant came and said, Sir, here is my manna. I've kept it and, and laid away in a piece, laid it, kept it laid away in a piece of cloth. I was afraid of you because you are a hard man and you take out what you do not put in and reap what you did not sow. His master replied, I will judge you by your own words, you wicked servant. You knew, did you, that I am a hard man, taking out what I did not put in and reaping what I did not sow. Why then didn't you put my money on deposit so that when I come back, I could have collected it with interest? Then he said to those standing by, take his manna away from him and give it to the one who has ten manas. Sir, they replied, he already has ten, he replied. I tell you that to everyone who has more will be given, but as for the one who has nothing, even what they have will be taken away. But those enemies of mine who do not want me to be king over them, bring them here and kill them in front of me. Yikes. These are in red words. This is what Jesus is saying. He's given a parable. Parable. If you go back up to 11, says, while they were listening to, to this, he went on to tell them a parable because he was near Jerusalem. And the people thought that the king of God was going to appear at once. And that's when Jesus started talking in verse 12. So, you know, the thing that stuck out to me, if we go back up here, um, it says, because you have been trustworthy in very small matters, take charge of 10 cities. Take charge of 10 cities. And, you know, us, those that are in leadership, those in administration, those that have their own business, um, you know, sometimes we start with small things. You know, even with this ministry, it's a small ministry. And, and we started up last year, um, but we are about a year into it. Um, we're not looking to profit off this. It is what it is. You know, some people don't want to hear the truth. Some people don't want to hear. They'd rather hear fake news and lies and stuff, or they don't want to be, you know, they don't want to, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to be dealt with, with the spirit, you know, um, and delivered from the spirits that they have. And this ministry is about, you know, speaking to the spirit, trying to make you strong in your spirit and trying to get you close to God, trying to get you to know that, that God's giving you the spirit and those who worship God must worship in the spirit and truth. So God has given us a spirit. So when that spirit's gone, where do we go? We need to start thinking about that. We're so caught up in this fast-paced world. And, you know, we can all get caught up in that. But, you know, God has a plan and purpose for you. So we're looking here. Let's go back to my notes here um, before we get into um, Joshua 1. Um, and this is talking about supernatural growth. I was doing like a little devotional thing and started to get some revelation from God. Um, so my notes were, God expects us to take what we have been given, increase it, grow it, multiply it like a seed. And that's the parable that he gave. He wants, you know, God wants us to multiply. Jesus wants us to multiply. He, God, he's given us stuff that he wants us to multiply. He wants us to um, grow in it, you know. Um, you look at, you know, I, I start thinking about some questions to ask, you know. And, you know, have we, what do we have in our hands? What 
has God given us that he wants? And sometimes, you know, well, God wants us to grow too spiritually in our spirits. He wants us to grow with what he's given us, whether it be, um, you know, a house to investment in housing or uh, investment in, in finances, investment in stocks, whatever. He, he wants us to put our money in the bank so it can gain. Um, he doesn't want us just to <laughs> bury it away like that last person did. He buried it away and stored it up because he's a hard man, you know. Um, so, you know, we start thinking about that, those small things. You know, the small things, God, we got to be trustworthy in small things. Hmm. You know, and, and sometimes we have to use what we have. What has God given you to increase? What can we trust you with? You know, Proverbs 3.31 says, God, um, secret blessings are with the righteous if you're doing what's right. It's Proverbs 3, 31 to 33. Look at that. I just, this is just a note. This is, um, um, oh, how do I say it? Theology, theology words. Um, paraphrase. I'm paraphrasing this in my notes. I'm not paraphrasing. So we look at Joshua, man, Joshua 1, such a, I'm going to share it on my screen, it's such a good chapter to read. Let's share this. And you look here, and it says here, verse 1, um, 1, we'll be reading 1 through 16, and we're watching my time. Um, it says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun. Moses assisted, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. He is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all the people, to the land which I am giving to them, the Lord of Israel. I'm sorry. The children of Israel. <laughs> Every place that your soul and your feet, your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I've said to Moses, in the wilderness, uh, in this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of Hittites, and to, and to, let's go down here, the great sea, towards going down on the sun, shall be your territory. I'm so and then we keep going on. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As it was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or nor forsake you. God doesn't leave or forsake us. So we see that um, the mantle was given to Moses. I mean, the mantle was given for jo to Joshua. For Moses died. He took over the mantle. Moses passed it on. He says, no man will be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, that's what God is saying. So I will be with you. I'll never leave you forsaken. So God doesn't leave or forsake us. We forsake him. We are faithful, not him. He's always there with his arms stretched out, looking for us. And the things that really <laughs> stuck out, here we go, verse six. Be strong and of good courage, for to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. I want to be strong and very courageous. 
that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from the right or the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. And uh, if we look at another version over there, the Amplified, it says, Be strong and confident and courageous, for you give this people as inheritance the land which I swore to their father's ancestors to give them. I want to be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do everything in accordance with the entire law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from the right or to the left so that you may prosper. See, God wants us to prosper. Doesn't mean we just preach a prosperity message. He wants us to prosper. He wants us to, to remember his commandments, remember his, um, his laws, and not forgive them and throw them away. I forget them. I'm going somewhere with this. Hmm. Verse 9 is, you know, it says in the, the uh, Amplified, Having not commanded you to be strong and courageous, do not be terrified and dismayed and intimidated, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I like that translation because that intimidation thing, the enemy tries to intimidate us. People try to intimidate us. Bullies and all kinds of um, people trying to put curses on you, hexes on you and stuff and trying to intimidate you with these witch spirit, witchcraft and, and sorcery and all kinds of stuff trying to intimidate you but you know why God said he's with you he said he, he can be with you just like he is with Joshua I'm, I'm going to exit Jesus because um, first of all I got to read it from original context so God is speaking and he's talking about Joshua here talking about Joshua and he's giving this story it's like Jesus giving a parable almost you know um, so God is saying to Joshua don't <laughs> don't be terrified or dismayed when some of us are going through rough situations my God my God oh God some of us are going through Israelites here. And some of us have gone all the way back to the Israelites here. 
and we go back to Adam and Eve and go back to generations and generations and generations. God wants us to have the land. He wants to give us the land. He does. But we have to be walking in the way. I mean, you know, some people get land in a crooked way. Some people get, you know, stuff handed to them. Um, you know, they might have generational wealth and get it. Um, sometimes it's really hard to get this land, you know. But God is opening the door for land, possessions of land. And I, I want to have the land too. I want the land where I can see fields. You know, I, I was born in the South, so I want to see the land where I have some, where I have some land, not some somebody right next to me or, you know, but still owning the house and having your own land and having your own place is, is nice, you know. Um, God wants to, He wants to give that to us. And people think, oh, you know, it, it's, there's a cost to be getting close to God. There's a cost to, to give my life over to Jesus and God. There's a cost. Yes, there is a cost. But there are benefits from serving God. There are benefits. These are one of the possess, these are one of the benefits of possessing the land without heartache and headache and all that stuff and drama and all that junk. And um, so we look at verse 12. And it says, and, the, and to the Reubenites and the Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh, Joshua spoke, saying, Remember the words which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, The Lord your God has given you rest and has given you this land. So he's talking, you see rest and you see land. So land is supposed to be a place we can, a resting place for us. That's what I'm reading into. It's like if I exit Jesus on this, if I paraphrase it, if I look at the theology world, no, in the theology point of view, um, and this is verse 14, your wives, your little ones, your, your young livestock shall remain in the land which Moses gave you on this side of Jordan, but you shall pass before your brother arms, your brother, your brother in arms, all your mighty men in valor, and help them. So um, we see men in valor, and we start thinking, why these men in valor? So there's something special about these men. Um, they're trying to walk in a certain way, you have a standard to go by from God. It says verse 18, verse 15, it says, Until the Lord has given you, given your brother rest as you gave, and they also have taken possession of the land which the Lord your God has given them. Then you shall return to the land of your possession and enjoy it, which Moses, the Lord's servant, gave you on the, this side of the Jordan towards the sunrise. Rest. Man, it's supposed to be enjoyment. So that's not land. supposed to be enjoyment. Verse 16, so this last verse I'm reading. So they answered Joshua saying, all that you commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. We will go. If I look at the Amplified, it says in verse 15, it says he has given you. As far as land and taking possession of Verse 16 says, And they answered Joshua, saying, All that you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. So, pretty much the same thing. I like doing comparison because, you know, sometimes translating this to English, Hebrew, or Arabic, or, or Greek, or Latin, and stuff um, gets mixed up. Yeah, so 
Six and one amplifies be strong and confident and courageous. God wants to be courageous. He wants to be afraid. So, you know, Joshua faced many challenges. He was afraid at times. He faced difficulties like we do. He fought many battles. He pushed back the enemy. He went into new territories. He took the land and God offered him. So said that uh, only Joshua Caleb will enter into the promised land. And I didn't put, I didn't go over that one with you guys. Um, yeah. And if you go to, um, let's see, um, I don't know if I put that in. I was reading, um, the intro to this, and I was talking about Joshua and uh, Caleb to As leaders, you know, uh, well, of course, other people went, but some didn't enter because of doubt. Some didn't enter because of doubt. This is in my notes. This is only Joshua and Caleb were ready to follow God's will and take immediate possession of the land. They they were taking immediate possession of the land, you know, and I guess the other ones were doubting and, and trying to figure it out and human understanding, humanistic philosophies and stuff. But Joshua and Caleb. We're ready to follow. I mean, they went immediately to the land, not like the rest of them. So, God promised. He promised to be with us. He promised to go before us. He promised to fight for us. He promised to help us in every situation. He speaks to us all day long if we just listen to us, his, his words and listen to his spirit and listen to his um, small voice. He speaks to us. He gives us strength from the spirit, not just physically. Oh, you know, I'm going to physically go and take this land. No. He wants to give you spiritual strength too. He gave the land to Israelites long before they entered. He gave it to them. He promised that. There's some promises that God has promised in this Bible to, you know, uh, not just to the Israelites, but, you know, to people, to you know, people that believe in him, people that follow him, people that, that, that know that he is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. My God, my God, my God, my God. So don't give up. Don't give in to fear, doubt. Be strong in your spirit. Rise up in your faith. Be courageous like Joshua. Look at the dangers and fears or difficulties and say, I refuse to let you control me. I'm going forward. Song says, going forward by Carlos Sanchez. Going forward. So say that in the spirit. Going forward. Refuse to, to um, bow down to fear. 
opportunities to bow down to, to um, these dangers. Um, so I'm looking at them and thinking, you know, asking God for strength just to get over this, this, this mountain that's in my life, this financial mountain, this job mountain, um, this relationship mountain, this marriage mountain, this singleness mountain that I have right now. I'm looking to God, refusing to let go. Refusing to go, not go, and going forward and growing. That's what we're talking about with the, um, either back in Luke, or, you know, the manager gave these, these, um, these people um, basically a supervisor, but he's gone to supervise and, and increase and grow his, his and profit, you know, and um, office, you know, all this stuff. Keep going here. Um, you know, think about how, you know how strong are we in the spirit? Uh, that's something to think about. How strong are we in the spirit? How strong are we in our inner man, inner world? How strong are we? And what are you facing that requires you know courage? You know, what do you do next when you when you're facing something that looks bigger than? physical. You can't comprehend some of the stuff like that. But God can. He can. He can comprehend. He can fix it. He knows the secrets of your heart. He knows you inside out. He knows what you want. He knows what you're about to ask. He knows. He knows. He knows. He's a great I am. Great I am. Else you die. about that in the last days. Now we have this Russian thing going on and rumors of wars and it talks about that in the Bible too. So um, God wants to show his signs and wonders. But it should just be, okay, we see a sign and wonder like the Israelites did in the desert or when God brought them out of Egypt. They saw the signs and wonder. They saw the sea parted. They saw, you know, fire, um, fire and clouds, you know, leading them they saw that and following them. And they still were human understanding. Or still went back to, you know, this just a human aside and forgetting about God. So let us not forget about God. And we see miracles, especially prophetic words and visions and dreams. And when he shows himself up, shows himself strong. It shouldn't just be about him showing signs all the time. We have to believe. We have to believe. Hallelujah. So, once again, listen to the message. It's encouraging. Yes, but the Bible talks about irony. Iron sharpening iron. We have to sharpen each other. As human beings, if you, even if you don't believe, iron sharpens iron. Character, you know, character counts. Character counts. I'm very 
three or four minutes in, and we're about to wrap this up. I usually do 30 minutes. Um, once again, Pastor Daddy, New York Kicks Ministries. Here's my website, New York Kicks Ministries. I online. You want to give there, you do cash app, whatever. Um, if you don't want to give, that's fine. Um, we're still going forward. We're still going forward. Um, and speaking God's word so people can hear the word of God. So, Father, we thank you for people that are home, Father God. We thank you for all that you do, Father God. We bless you today, Father God. Give you praise, Father God. So, God, minister to us this morning. Minister to us right now, Father God. I cry out to you, Father God. We ask for your mercy, Father God. Thank you for being merciful, God. Forgive us for our sinful nature. Forgive us for our visual sins. Forgive us for our um, human Mystic philosophies, forgive us for idolatry, Father God, for these statue gods and idol gods, Father God. There is only one God, and that is you, Father God. You are the source, you are my strength. Be God of us, yes, God, be God, be God. We glorify you today, we give you praise, Father God. You are the great I am, great I am. You are Elohim, my Jehovah. Again, Pastor Daggett, Derek Hicks Ministries coming at you. And we are live on Facebook. My God, my God. You know, in anger. So give God the glory.